0: Welcome to this edition of Bravehearts,
1: where we hope to increase your awareness and understanding of what homelessness looks like, and some of the many organizations working on solutions to improve the homeless crisis.
0: We are your hosts, William Wallace
1: and Betty Louise,
0: and these are the Bravehearts.
1: Hello, everybody. I am here with Carol, who is an advocate with the organization Sierra Roots. I just want to start out by knowing your story.
0: Like, what drew you to working with homeless people? Well, I raised my kids in Berkeley, and um, our church that we went to was about two blocks away from People's Park and there was an incredible woman in our church who started a loaves and fishes program there. We did a lot of feeding but it was actually very elegant feeding. There were these monthly dinners so people would come from the park. She started because she asked the priests at the church if uh, at at uh, Easter time Easter week, she asked if she could um, make a lunch for people from the park out in front of the church, and the priest said sure. So she brought a banquet of all good things, like the best chocolate, macadamia nuts, you know, just the the best of everything, and she she just did this on her own, and she set it up, and we all went, wow, you know, when we heard about it. And we want to do this too, Ellen. And so we started these dinners and at the, at the dinners that were once a month, you could sign up to cook or you could sign up to serve, or you could sign up to be a host. And so I signed my whole family up to be hosts so that they would sit shoulder to shoulder with people because you were assigned a table and you were the hostess of, or host of the table. And so they, they would be at my table of course my when they were little ones i just have to say betty that it was such a wonderful and moving experience for me because we were in a party atmosphere it was always a party i mean it really was a party there was a birthday cake and everyone who had a birthday that you know we had them go up and sing happy birthday and they got gifts and it was really a party-like environment. And you know, when people come to a party, they act like they're at a party. We would hear people's stories. And this was, I was just so moved by the stories that I heard, yeah. so, uh, and, I, and I was so interested in the fact that many of the people who were homeless in Berkeley, which was a lot of people, mm-hmm. um, that many of them had had really a sort of a psychic wound. Or an emotional wound and they simply couldn't move on from that mm. they they stopped paying their mortgage they quit their job you know maybe they lost a lover or, or a mate and they and they simply couldn't move on and at the dinner though because we were all so polite it was wonderful for me but it was especially wonderful for me that my children could hear You know, don't judge those people on the street before you hear what they're all about. Explain, what is a Sierra Roots advocate? At one's best, one does what Janice says is the way to approach, relate, whatever word you want to use, with the people here who are chronically homeless. An advocate, as you know, is taught not to think of fixing a person. That's not what we do at all that is almost the opposite of what we do and betty for you it must have been a salve to your spirit to hear what she wants you to do because what she wants you to do is listen she wants you to meet someone and listen to them and not say you know here i am let's get to work you know, exactly. she wants you to basically go to the lunch and sit and hang out with them and see what they have to say and say you know that you are an advocate. And if there's anything that I could partner with you to do that is something you would like to do, give me a call.
1: What have your experiences been with sitting at the lunches and and just listening to their stories? Are there any stories that stick out in your mind?
0: Yeah, several. Well, I think Martin's story is a really good story because he's a jeweler. The self-worth that people have. When you can talk to somebody and reflect back the self-worth they've just said to you, if they have any, you know, they'll tell you things like, Oh, I've been an arborist all my life or I've been a jeweler all my life, or I am a gypsy person all my life or whatever is their self-image that is right there advocating, in my opinion, just hearing and receiving and receiving whatever they uh, communicate to you that is their best image which most of us do right mm-hmm. when we meet a new person best
1: foot forward as best they say. forward,
0: exactly usually i'm sure that your experience because you're an advocate too is that uh, nestled inside of that best foot forward you can sense or hear a direction sometimes you're advocating for a couple is that i right? am <laughs> you just share what your experience with it janice had gone and said at the Thursday meal, which Sierra Roots puts on, if anyone would like an advocate, please tell me, because we have kind of a new batch of advocates coming out. The week before this happened, I had sat down with this couple, Vadi and Judy, spent lunchtime with them. And so then Janice says, and here are the people that said that they might be interested in having an advocate. And Vadi and Judy were in there. So I said, I'll take Vadi and Judy. So I did, meaning that the next week when I went, I asked them if it would be all right with them if I were their advocate, whatever that would mean to them. They said, yes, they didn't really know what that meant, right? Just like me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> of was all feeling our way with it. Anyway, I said, okay. So then that first week, I talked together with them for a while. Then Judy, who is a very sensitive woman pretended she was going to go get coffee or something so that she could give Vadi a space alone with me. And so he and I talked and he is a musician. He's, it's, it's a very strong part of his identity is that he is a musician, a gypsy musician, sometimes is paid, sometimes is not. I believe they met at, when they were both at, at um, Utah's place. And they have been together for about two or three years now, I guess. You know, when I asked him, what what would you like? What he said was he'd like a place where he could play his music, teach his music, and I think also play for himself. Because that's one of the hard things. You know, you are always outside. That's what he wanted. So tell, tell us about Judy. I made a heavy date with Judy because we didn't have that much time to talk. And I said... I've really enjoyed talking with Buddy, but I'd love to talk with you too. So we met a few days later in Grass Valley and we sat outside of Caroline's and had coffee and talked. What a lovely woman she is, a, a totally lovely person. You know, she's had a hard life. Well, we've all had hard lives, right? In, in our discussion, I said, well, what's giving you joy in your life? And she said, well, you know, when I was a kid, I played the violin in the school orchestra, and that was something I just really enjoyed. And I said, oh, well, I play the violin, too. I have a violin in my storage shed. Maybe I could just give it to you to use, and we could play together. Would you like to do that? And she said, oh, yeah, that, yeah, that would be really nice. Anyway, so we met outside my church and a little courtyard by the nursery room. that's kind of enclosed. And we sat there and we just played together. And you know, her technique that she got when she was a little girl is excellent. She has much better position than I have. The way she held the instrument and the way she bowed, she had excellent bowing. And sorry, I've taught a billion children. Started oh, the wow. So you so, really have the eye for it. It was really great for me. And then afterwards, after we played for about an hour, and then we just sat there for another hour, and she just talked about things. Thank you for joining us today. Our hope is this segment has opened your heart and mind. Be well and be kind.
1: This project was made possible with support from California Humanities, a nonprofit partner of the National Endowment for the Humanities please visit calhum.org.